Southeast Radio's morning mix. Good morning. Alex, you are front left and centre of many of our media publications today. I'm looking at the uh, Irish Daily Mail right here in front of me. It says a quarter of six-year-olds own their own smartphones. You're quoted on this particular article by Christian McCashin. There are obviously a number of messages you want to get out on this safe internet day. What are the main ones, please? So today we're launching our Same Rules Apply campaign. It's the third iteration of it. And really the message of it is that we want parents to think about parenting their children online as they would offline. So not creating any kind of artificial difference. Children need to be really carefully supported, supervised, monitored while they're online. And if we think of any other aspect of a child's life offline, whether it's learning to ride a bike, learning to swim, learning to cook and be in the kitchen safely. You know, we manage manage opportunity and risk, and we also know that it's often years of investment of our time and our support and, you know, through good conversations and learning that, you know, we can get them ready to do those things independently. And we need to take that same approach with our children online. Right. Can we look at some of the stats then, please? As I said, 24% of six-year-olds have their own smartphone. In the name of goodness, what would a child of six want a smartphone for? This is quite striking. So normally in our own, we, we publish data every year, trends and usage data in September, and we start at eight. So we survey children from eight up to 16. Uh, this is the first time that we have data on children who are younger than that. And this is actually data from parents. So we did a large, with the help of Amoric, we did a large nationwide survey of parents, 900 parents. And this is what we learned, that actually it was 12% of five-year-olds uh, of parents reported having smartphones and 24% of six-year-olds, nearly a quarter, which is an incredible number. Why do they need them? I, I mean, I, I don't know is the answer. I don't think six-year-olds do need a smartphone. Uh, I don't think an, an eight-year-old necessarily needs a smartphone either. But I think it, it is something we, wa- we really do want to raise awareness uh, on because there's huge responsibility that comes with your child having a, a smartphone. You know, the responsibility to really engage with them, have these good conversations, keep an eye on what they're doing, um, there are some some good apps and learning resources that you can access online, of course. Uh, and, you know, there's many opportunities for children online. But what we don't want to see is children, I mean, to, to, to use the pun, being left to their own devices. We saw an alarming number, number of children who are allowed to use their devices in their bedrooms. Uh, and this is concerning because parents are really then excluded from what's going on, what their children are looking at, who they're talking to, how long they're spending. So we would really encourage parents, especially of younger children, to have them in family spaces where you can more easily keep an eye on them. And this whole idea of taking the phone away from the child, what what are your thoughts on that? Taking the phone away as in a child that's already got the phone. A a child that you're you're concerned about and their use of the phone, uh, I suppose, by polishing them really, by taking the phone away from them. Well, you see, this is tricky because if that is the threat, you know, children are much less likely to come forward when something goes wrong for them online. And that's something that we do really, you know, we want children to come forward when something goes wrong for them. We want them to talk to their parents and we want parents and carers to really keep an eye on what their children are doing so they can more easily pick up things, more easily spot signs and symptoms of things like cyberbullying. So that open line of communication needs to be there, but also the threat of removal, um, you know, that if you do something wrong, this is going to be taken away from you, is, is, is not helpful because I think it will discourage kids from coming forward, which we really do want to see that they, you know, too often we, when we survey children on this, they yeah. don't come forward when things go wrong for them online. And that is really problematic because there's no way then to 
you know, resolve it, help them resolve it. And obviously younger kids will really need that support. Um, and, and also it could obviously escalate, which we, we also don't want to see. Right. One fifth, 21% of all parents of children aged 5 to 17 said their child has been purposely excluded from a group chat or online event. And 18% said their child had been called offensive names. How, how does a parent combat something like this? Yeah, and this is interesting because it tallies with what children are telling us as well. So we saw about a quarter of children that we surveyed last year, this is 5,000 children, had experienced online bullying in one form or another. And, and being left out was, of, a, of, a, of a group online was, was one of the most uh, common experiences. I think that what parents need to do is have conversations about, you know, things, what's good, what, you know, really normal conversations about not just the negative stuff, but what, what they're doing online, what they enjoy of, of, uh, online. Keep an eye out for any changes in behavior around their device in particular, because it's a way of picking up if something's gone wrong. For younger children, we would certainly encourage parents to pick up the device, keep an eye on the conversations, keep an eye on the friends list. Again, that's a really good way of being able to pick things up. And that should be part of the agreement. So you're not doing it behind the child's back, but that's just one of the things, one of the strategies that you're employing as a parent or carer to ensure that they're, they're going to be safe online. I mean, children can be mean and they don't always understand the ramifications of what they're saying. And obviously, you'd lose a lot of things in online communication, things like empathy, so something you might have got away with in the schoolyard, a comment, a throwaway line, online it's really different because it's there, it's in black and white, others can chime in if it's in a sort of done in a more public way in a group, for example. Uh, so we call that bandwagoning, and it can escalate really quickly. You know, humour can be lost as well. So if someone said something in a jokey way, it just doesn't come across that way online. So all of these things we need to, to keep an eye on. And obviously as parents, we need to encourage our kids to communicate uh, in a respectful, kind way online. How do you go? How are you going to shorten that gap that you talk about? The gap between parents' access and their ability to support, uh, and to make sure that their children are safe online. How will you reduce that? So, doing what we're doing today is, is public awareness campaigns, information, resources. We need a lot more of it. If you think of something like road safety, you know, we have the road safety authority. We have millions being invested in advertising campaigns and other resources each year to support us as a society to use our roads safely. So I want to see a much greater investment in things like public awareness and education. So our campaign today is, is just an example of something you could do to really help get those messages across. So in addition to the one-minute video that we've released, we have a whole resource online for parents. It's, it's called De Better Digital Parenting, and it's a handbook to really guide them. And it's parents of any stage. So if you're, all of this is ahead of you, maybe you've got really young children, or if you're in the middle of it with teenagers, uh, you know, and you're finding it hard to kind of row back from where you're at, this is a resource that we really hope will help guide you and support you. And it's, there's lots of signposting mm -hmm. to other good resources as well. Um, so, you know, I'd really encourage parents, any parents listening, to go online, have a look at it. Same rules apply. Dot I, uh, sorry, cybersafekids forward slash same rules apply. Um, you can find all this great information there. Cybersafe Kids, and I think one of the most important points before we conclude our chat with you, we're going to take a short break and then we're going to hear from the ISPCC on this Safe Internet Day, is that over half, 52% of parents in Ireland do not feel confident about teaching their children how to stay safe online. So the parents themselves have a lot of uh, training to do as well. 
Well, that's it. And especially when you consider that over 80% of parents think it is their primary responsibility to keep their children safe online. So there again is a gap. And we do need to really help parents and, and build confidence in parents. It's, you know, much like any other areas of their, uh, of their children's lives, they can, they can certainly do this as well. And it's just about information and support and resources and building a community of support with other parents around you. It's a lot easier to say, you know, it, no, you're not ready for a device or no, I'm not ready to let you on Snapchat if you know that other parents in your child's peer group are doing the same thing. So we encourage all parents to, to reach out to other parents, have the conversations and see if you can uh, come to agreements. Busy day for you, Alex, but thank you for taking time in the hectic schedule for you on this Safe Internet Day to talk to us this morning. We appreciate it. And we will, of course, uh, podcast what you just uh, told us this morning, in addition to what we're going to hear from the ISPCC on this in, uh, issue as well. Thank you for taking our call this morning. Good morning to you. Thank you. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix.